Ladies and gentlemen, just a fair warning. This is part two of our multi-part series on the United States Marine Corps. And as always, we have a highly motivated Marine with us. And here's the thing about Marines is, um, you know, they, they don't have the cleanest mouths. And like, you know, we're, we're, we're all here. We're all outstanding citizens. You know, we usually can do a pretty good job at bridling our own tongues. But for whatever reason, you get a bunch of Marines together. It, it, it's, it's, like, it's like putting like a, a zoo full of like half disabled monkeys like I, as soon as they're all together, like they start flinging poop around or in each other's, it's it's a it's a whole ordeal, and so in in that same vein, we're going to th- theoretically and quite possibly literally in each other's throughout this whole podcast. So I just I got <laughs> I gotta warn you if you have kids that like to repeat words like and also. This is not the podcast for you. So once again, if your ki- if your kids like to repeat words, do not listen to this podcast. But if for whatever reason you have an equally deranged mind and don't mind the fuckery, uh, by all means, please continue on to part two of our series on the world's greatest gun club. I'd just like to inter- interject here real quick. Uh, it it's not. Uh, foul language they're highly technical terms that's right for, for, for example all, all fuck stands for is uh forgot no it's uh <laughs> forgot you forgot forgot oh forgot, forgot for, you for, for forgot unlawful carnal knowledge Ooh, there you go it's british forgot all lawful car no for, th- no that's that's <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> what was it? Fuck! Uh, until further... Ad- Wait, what? I'm sorry. Anyways, we have a guest here on the podcast. With us. Don't go any further. I will not go any further. Go ahead and introduce him, like you always do. <laughs> the, the the man to our right is uh, none other than Master Sergeant Roger Seed. Um, he was our, our, our company first sergeant for... Probably like a good like one first third of our of our enlistment. It was the first third. That's first right. First third and uh, first trimester. First trimester <laughs> and uh, far pregnancy. <laughs> first Sergeant Otero. I'm so right s- when you knew that you got knocked yeah. up <laughs> and started feeling queasy. Yeah, I was there. First Sergeant Otero. I'm so sorry if you're listening to this, but Master Sergeant C is our favorite, and uh, yeah, we won't apologize for that. <laughs> um, but but yeah, he he is uh he's not only the planter, he's the seed. And he's not only the seed, he's the whole ass motherfucking harvest. Woo-hoo. He's Ooh. the man, the myth, the seed, the weed. I plead. Master Sergeant Roger, Roger Seed retired. Yut. How's it, how's it going, brother man? Thanks for uh, thanks for making making the trip up here. Well, I appreciate you having me out here. Thank you, Josh, Kyle. Which it's it's uh, it's kind of weird to like have that have that dynamic because like in 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 the Marine Corps, right? Like we we have we have these these chain chains of command, and sure you have the option to like request mass and motherfucker. 
<laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's you had what, one that's job, why That's why I don't miss. And you fucked it up. Uh, <laughs> leave so, it. Leave so it. <laughs> typically, like your, your average Lance Corporal is going to just go up willy-nilly to an E8 Master Sergeant or First Sergeant and just strike up a conversation. But like here we are, you know, after the Marine Corps, uh, fraternization laws are, are are no longer a part of the picture. Um, for context, uh, fraternization is basically um, if you're in like different types of uh, of rank categories, it's usually frowned upon that you would be be friends with somebody in a subordinate uh, rank category out outside of work. Mm-hmm. Which, right, it, and and the, and the purpose for that is because you don't want abuse. Okay, you want don't want to, to there to be an appearance of impar- you know anything other than impartiality. Mm-hmm. So if you're buddies with somebody in power, then obviously you can have this weird power dynamic, or mm-hmm. you could there's it sets up for abuse or whatever favoritism, case, favoritism, nepotism, all kinds of isms. It's bad. It's yeah. bad. So therefore, because we care, you know, we don't yeah. fuck around. <laughs> and we, and we, we know what favoritism is at the post office so i'm very familiar well um so yeah if, if you're a corporal you're you're not supposed to be buddy buddy with your lance corporals and uh kyle and i <laughs> broke the hell out of that <laughs> rule <laughs> you're supposed to be promoted out of your friends <laughs> that's right um but yeah so you know we're, we're, we're out of the marine corps now and uh i think we, we've had an opportunity to kind of establish a pretty cool friendship um my 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 first memory of hanging out with with not hanging out but like being introduced to to Roger back then Master Sergeant Seed, um, Kyle and I you know we we were we were doing our like check in sheets basically this like checklist of things you're supposed to do when you come to a unit. Um, so there's like admin stuff. There's like you know um, other logistical stuff, getting all your gear. Part of that checklist is you're supposed to check into what's called the head shed, which is, which is this building full of like all like the higher ups You're supposed to have a meeting with a company first sergeant company commander, uh, mass sergeant seed was our company first sergeant. And so we hung out with him and it was like right around, uh, um, afternoon chow or lunch. And, um, there, there was no food available for, for, uh, for us, you know, tiny, um, wanting Marines and, uh, mass sergeant seed. First thing he did is he, bu- he busted out the, the box full of MREs and he's like, Hey Marines, <laughs> take an MRE. And then, so, <laughs> and so we were like looking through them and, and he found the chicken fajita one and he's like, Oh, chicken fajita, my favorite. <laughs> and like ever, ever since then, like that's been like a, like a inside joke for Kyle and I, we're always saying, Oh, chicken fajita. <laughs> it's a very loud, booming voice across the entire head. You, got, you got a very yes. unique voice. Very unique. Very unique. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, so uh, kind kind of like to take us through like you know, where where were you where were you born at where 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 did you grow up at? I grew up in town here, okay, um, on the southeast side, and let's see, um, I'm trying to think what what. What do you want to know about me? Uh, went to well, I'm not going to give all my PII away. So <laughs> smart, smart. <laughs> so yeah, grew up in Southeast Portland, uh, and uh, and yeah, it was uh, from an immigrant family. Uh, family was uh, refugees from uh, China. So um, in fact, uh, it's kind of funny because my folks grew up in uh, Japanese-occupied China during World War II. 
And then um, it was pretty bad over there, but it wasn't bad enough to leave uh, after World War II ended. And then the commies took over. <laughs> oh, jeez. And then it was bad and that enough was, to leave. And then it was like 1950. <laughs> this is 1950, and they're like, get the fuck out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, you know, grandfather came over first, you know, made some money, and then like got, you know, came, brought some family members over, and then everybody worked together made more money, was able to afford to bring more people over, mm-hmm. um, which is really good because that was right before the Cultural Revolution. Uh, and then all sorts of crazy stuff happened. Like millions of Chinese died. Millions. What is the Cultural Re- Revolution? Because me and my, oh, my ignorance, like what, what you okay. mentioned earlier. So if you want to know like who killed the most people in the world, okay, Mao, by far, hands down. He, could, he beat Stalin and... Hitler together. Mm-hmm. Okay, nobody's killed more people than Mao. Wow. Okay, and the reason why is because during this Cultural Revolution, okay, China, you know, Mao decided like we're going to be an industrial country. Okay, and this is how we're going to do it. Okay, we're going to fill these factories. We're going to build factories. We're going to fill them full of people, mm-hmm. and we're going to train people how to like you know build stuff. Okay, which is like totally cool, except he was taking like farmers and stuff like that. And oh, so geez. he'd take like farmers, you know, off the farm. That's right. And put them in factories, and nobody was there growing food. <laughs> I know it's kind of crazy, you know. It's like, but yeah, yeah, that's that's literally how they were thinking. Wow. And then shit started going sideways, as you would expect. And so it's like, oh, damn, we need to distract people, so we're going to have a uh, purge oh. of the counter revolutionaries. Yeah. Okay. And so there was like a whole bunch of it. It went through like deck. It was like, it was over 10 years. I can't remember exactly how many, but it was a long time that they would have these purges, just periodic purges. And they would say, you know, make up new stuff. And new reasons of why you're going to kill the people that are rising up against your own country. Oh, yeah. In your your country. Yeah, exactly. But it wasn't necessarily even like real. It was just to keep people focused on something else so they wouldn't recognize that they were starving. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it was feed, totally feed them the a news, PR not nutrition. Job. Exactly, exactly. So wow. it was ridiculous. Um, so the death toll estimate—I'm just reading off Wikipedia, mm-hmm. which could, could definitely be rigged or not. Death toll estimates from different sources vary greatly, ranging from hundreds of thousands to twenty million. Jeez, unbelievable! Louise. That's ridiculous. And there was like a bunch of different. Um, let's That's see, right. I, Every swinging dick in New York City would be dead. Oh, imagine, imagine that as a ghost town. You know, the, the political enemies suffered public humiliation, imprisonment, torture, hard labor, seizure of property, sometimes execution or harassment into suicide. That's nuts. Don't forget the cannibalism. In the si- <laughs> starting in the sixties too. Just yeah, hardly sixty years ago. Wow, so yep. this this is like cultural warfare here. Oh, absolutely. So, so we're very glad, and you're very glad that your family got out. Oh yeah, right as that was about to happen, you said. Oh yeah, Holy exactly. Crap. Unbelievable. Because <laughs> that because in 1950, that's when the commies defeated. Uh, if, if I remember correctly, the uh, the other government which fled over to Taiwan. So that's you know, and then you've we've seen how those two different. Is that why there's so much? Is that one of the one of the main reasons why there's so much hatred? Towards Taiwan or from China? Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, part of it, I don't know about hatred. It's it's all about power and control. Okay. So that, that's the thing. Like, sure, sure, sure. The CCP, people don't get it. It's like the Chinese yeah, have, Communist yeah. Party, okay, is the government. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, the, everybody who's in the government, it's not like it's like a political party, you know, like we have in the United States. It's like, oh, you're a Republican or you're a Democrat, or whatever. No, everybody who is in office is CCP, and they pick who gets to work in the government. So that's absolutely nuts. <laughs> yes. So your family escaped that <laughs> exactly. Escaped that. <laughs> Holy so that crap. was. Yeah. So, but they eventually found themselves in Beaverton, Oregon. Uh, yeah. Well, Portland actually. Portland. Portland. Okay. Yeah, over in Portland. Um, and uh, you know, did you know, pretty much into Oregon, in always in Oregon. My dad kind of moved around a little bit and stuff like that, but it was always pretty much in Portland. Yeah. Wow. Has your dad ever told you like what attracted him to like Portland or Oregon, like like this area? No, not really. I think it's I think it's you know locality. My grandpa, grandpa came here for some reason. I don't know why. He died before. Well, he was very. What's a good way to put it? He and the bottle were really good friends. Oh no! And, <laughs> and so were and he was really good at gambling. Well, I don't know how good he was at gambling, but he did a lot. <laughs> so, yeah, he's so good, I never see him. Yeah, exactly. So from from what I remember, um, he was kind of a dick. Oh. <laughs> but my grandma, you know, was like an angel, and she made like Aww. the best baked goods like mm. ever. I mean, you know, like have you ever had those like little little bows, you know. Oh, um, I love bow. Okay. What is bow? Oh, oh you, you, am I missing out? You are totally missing out. Okay, so bow the movie. Like, so they're kind of like dumplings. Oh, okay. See, and then, but they're filled with like meats and and. I've beans never had and, one of these. Oh, I've, I've, I've I know a had. shop in Vancouver that makes yeah. them. Yeah, take you. Oh, Serious, please. It, like you will. Yeah, they're usually just steamed and just like stupid delicious. I, yeah. Pick- Pixar did a, a movie with Bao, apparently. Have you seen that? Have you seen, have you seen I saw Bao? it. Yeah, I saw it. Really it was cute. fun. It's a short, right? Yeah, it was a short. Yeah. It's really yeah. cute. Yeah. yeah. But imagine that, but eating it. Because, you know, delicious. Barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> See, mm-hmm. I'm so fat. I saw that from a distance. That was peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> <laughs> a PB and J bow would be amazing. Oh, oh my goodness, it'd be on like Donkey Kong. Oh, I'm we sure could so probably much. like make one and just like infuse it. You know, like just stick it in with a syringe. <laughs> That's basically a Smucker's Uncrustables. <laughs> That's basically a bow. Yeah, yeah. Different textures. Not, not, yeah. not, not as steamed. <laughs> oh man! You remember, you need your buns steamed. I love steamed. If you buns. haven't had your buns steamed, you, you're missing out. You can steam my buns anytime. Uh-huh. I get that a lot. <laughs> so you know you, you're 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 in Portland. You know, mm-hmm. grandma's steaming buns, and yeah, you know, it's it's your steaming buns, your family steaming buns. It's a good time. Yes. Uh, so at, at some point, mm-hmm. you find yourself interested in this cult. I mean, I mean, uh, branch of the military. I, what started that whole thing? Okay. So my brother, okay. I don't know how, actually I should probably ask him, but I don't know how, but he made the decision. I'm going to join the Marine Corps right, right out of high school. Really? Your brother. Okay. My brother. Okay. And he, my older brother, and he's like older, bigger, wiser. I mean, he's just pretty, he was pretty badass. Um, right, right. I mean, like, okay. So I'm not a small Chinese guy, by the right. way. Anyways, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not small. Okay, my brother is like six two. Okay, and like, yo, and well, at, at that at, after boot camp, he was yoked. Okay, so figure six two, 180 pounds. You know, 
He's just like killing it. Okay. Fat, fat Chinese. That's so <laughs> racist. I, I, forget, I forget his name. Is, is, that, is that your brother? No. <laughs> well, he, so was, he, was, he was actually kind Not of... Mortal he Kombat. Was, he, was, he was kind of fat be, beforehand. I mean, he was a food blister. Carlos, but, <laughs> Carlos just Googled fat Chinese man from Street but, Fighter. You know, like, I forgot his name. Coming out, you know, uh, Street Fighter dude. <laughs> hilarious yeah. yeah so okay so he, he, he was a large a lar- he's a large man he was big boned yeah yeah uh, <laughs> but uh yeah and then like after that it's like oh that's pretty cool and he was had some discipline and then um he uh you know he'd come back home on leave and whatnot and you'd you know get to see him and then you know i had no plans coming out of high school Okay, I, actually, I was really bored in high school. Stupid bored. Okay, yeah, because you're stupid smart. Well, and I I barely graduated though because because I was so <laughs> yeah. bored. I was like I was just like nothing. Well, and now I know it was like ADHD. I was like you know you're just boring. Uh, everything's boring. Uh, so <laughs> unless you're like almost dying, everything's boring. Right, right, right. Uh, so, um, so yeah, so uh, yeah, I told my mom and my dad, hey. You know what? I'm thinking about joining the military after I graduate. You know, what do you think? Would you sign on the delayed entry program? Huh? And he said, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, it was like, it was more like this, you know, like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> like a very disappointed, like, no. Roger, we already have. One son in the Marine Corps, and now you want to join too? No, hiya, no, hiya, hiya. Oh yeah, <laughs> Uncle Roger taught me that one. You, Uncle, have you seen his videos, Uncle Roger? I am seeing him next Thursday. Oh no, where? Where? next Wednesday? Is he local? Yeah, he's coming to town. I know. Where right? are the tickets? Pull up the tickets now, so we don't forget. Okay, Nigel Ng, N I G E L N G. Uh, and he's going to be downtown, downtown Portland. No way. Oh, man, this dude's yeah. hilarious. Newark. Yeah, at the Newmark. He created... Hi, yeah. he created uh, Dude, he's freaking funny. It's... He's... It, yes. Yes. Wait, did All he... All that. He, he's, I'm not trying to be racist here. Is he the one that created emotional damage? No, no. No, that's, that's another guy. That's, that's, that's another one else. Okay. Yeah. That's Stephen Hay. Okay. Which tickets did you get? Do you remember? Uh, I'm, I think, in the you know floor somewhere in the orchestra. Whoo! Wow, you know, good for him. He deserve he deserves those those prizes. Yes, you know, and and yeah, and the the reason why this is funny because like as soon as I saw that it was on sale, I was like, smash that like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the tickets, you know. I was like, and you know, it's like so the whole family we're going, you know, dude, that's awesome. So, yeah, it's going to be on like Donkey Kong, dude. That's cool. Yeah, Roger's yeah. going to go see Uncle Roger. Uh, exactly, and I am. Uncle Roger. You Uncle Roger? Roger. Oh. <laughs> I am Uncle Roger. Uh, is he the, the cook? Is he the is he yeah, cooking? Yeah, 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 yeah he's yeah, the one who writes the, the, the fried rice. He yeah, does he the rates fried the, rice review. Rates that, the five rice. Right. Yeah, right. mm-hmm. yeah, where's the orange shirt? Mm-hmm. Dude, he really is Uncle Roger. Like, like so before this podcast, you know, I, I, I made... I mean, I made a little Mexican feast for my for my brothers here. You did, yeah. And first thing, uh, so first thing, Roger- look, look, listeners, you missed out. Sucks for you. <laughs> okay, <laughs> talking We're talking al pastor, refried beans, um, homemade- and he even played music for us. Authentical Ramon Ayala. You know, we put that. We put that. Oh on. yeah. Was- um, that stuff but, was slapping. But the first thing Roger said was, he's like, oh, 
Next time I come, or, sorry. Ah, next time I come here, Marine, <laughs> I'm bringing my pot and, and I'm gonna make you fried rice, and it's going down like Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> I so, do make a mean rock fried rice. Oh, I can't wait to try it. Um, see, I don't know why, why they call it pork fried rice when pig didn't make it. Because there's pork meat, there's pig meat. In it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stupid what are you, joke. Fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I did enlist in the Marine Hi-ya. Corps. I think you have an ear infection. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so, so yeah. Speaking of being half retarded, you end up going into the Marine Corps. Uh, yes. Okay. So here's the deal. So my parents said, "No way, Jose." Hiya. Hiya. They broke out the hiyas. Uh, and uh, and so I said, very well. Uh, so the day after my 18th birthday, I walked down to the recruiting station. And I, by the way, I had I had checked it out. I was gonna. I was thinking, it's like I'm gonna join the Air Force. Because, oh, really? You know, yeah, because I was just like I loved computers. You know, I was you know I was totally into into it. You know, took all the computer courses at uh, high school, mm-hmm. and uh, then I was like, okay. This is going to be it. And the Air Force dudes weren't there. But across the hall were the Marines. <laughs> so I'll just talk to them. And then, of course, you know, you talk to the recruiter and they break out the benefit tags and, you know, ask, you know, what you want. And then I said, well, I want to do this. I want to do that. You know, those, those 12, uh, those little exactly. placards. Oh, yeah, yeah. The benefit tags. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. It's great sales technique. You know, have the person who's coming in tell you what's important to that person. To them. Yeah. Okay. And then you just tell them how you're going to meet that need. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yes. So what do you want? Travel and adventure? Let me tell you how we can support you with travel and adventure. <laughs> <laughs> you get to sail the seven seas. You have get to have sex with people in every continent. <laughs> they will you, love you. <laughs> you, you, get, you get to travel into the Connex. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, they, they don't tell you so much about how much you're going to be counting things over and over <laughs> and over. So much freaking counting. <laughs> Unbelievable over. amount of counting. Exactly. You know, Sight you're counts. Like, Sight counts. It's the best when you like, you. not only do you count, but you have assistance in your counting. <laughs> That's right. And you have, and you have higher ups coming in to, coming in to yes. help you count. Yes. Because, because they trust you so much. Yes. So, uh, do you remember like, like, uh, when, when did you step on those yellow footprints at, at MCRD San Diego? That would be 1990. I think one would say like June ish or so. June 1990. Somewhere I, around there. I wasn't even a thought in my, in my, in my dad's balls at that time. Not even an itch. Not even a niche. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a scratch. Maybe, Maybe a scratch. Maybe a scratch, yes. Which was totally funny because, so there we are in boot camp, okay? And um, and they the drill instructors tell us, like, don't worry. You're not going to, you know, you're, you're going to get your full training. Like, what? Well, no, <laughs> we're going to get worry. What? Yeah, exactly. Don't worry. We're not going to shortcut your training. You're going to get your full training before you go. I was like, and this is of course right before you know the Gulf War in nineteen, you know, you know that happened. 
Okay, were, were they like, kind of like anticipating that something might go down at that time? Yeah, because like Saddam had like invaded Kuwait, so <laughs> kind of a big deal. <laughs> kind of a big deal. It's all over the news, unless you're at MCRD San Diego, in which case you are in a news blackout. Yeah, no one tells you anything. You don't know anything. Exactly. About anything, you yeah. don't know anything. But apparently, the DIs thought that you know we might be getting letters or something like that, which you know is hilarious. Like my parents would ever write me. <laughs> <laughs> Did they not write you when you were not one damn letter? Wow. Even, what about a phone call? No. Wow. No, nothing. Radio silence. Oh, right. How, how about your brother then? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what? He, you're about to be a Marine too. Yeah. No, I, I, don't, I don't think I remember any letters from my brother. However, I did have one of my buddies write me. <laughs> and he was, he was in the Army. <laughs> and he, for some reason, he thought it would be really funny if he wrote on the back of the envelope... Dear Drill Sergeant, Roger is such a lazy slacker. Maybe a little extra PT would help him whip him into shape. <laughs> oh, did, did your DI read that? Oh, I I got to read it right there on the quarter deck. <laughs> the quarter deck, by the way, is this fun little space in your squad bay, you know, mm-hmm. where everybody gets to live. Everybody lives under one roof, their beds are all next to each other, bunk beds. So it's kind of like a big three-month-long slumber party uh, with a lot more yelling and... Um, a lot less fun. <laughs> <laughs> it depends oh, yeah. on what your idea of fun is. But anyway, so the quarter deck that is... Like it's kind of like when you come up the stairs and then there's this like little open area where you can cram like 100 people into <laughs> like a shoebox. And, mm-hmm. yep. and that's where you get individual training. And so I was individually trained. And then I was individually trained some more. And uh, <laughs> you know, there's a say, lot of training. You know, they say in boot camp, you're either going to get smart or you're going to get strong. Hmm. Strong it I is. I thought it stood for int- <laughs> intense training, not individual training. Oh, well, I... It I, could be everything. It's, yeah. It's, the t- it's just... I thought I was wrong. Yeah, I, thought- I, was, I was doing my best to drown in a pool of my own sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, I had mm-hmm. I had some buddies who who sent me a letter. It was Phil, Philip, Nathan, and, and Anthony. Mm-hmm. They, they sent they sent me like a super like homosexually charged <laughs> love letter, saying that like my 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 ass aches for your dildo. <laughs> like, like wow, that kind of thing. you never told me about, what? Uh, wow, I, I, are you serious? Yeah. You I, never showed me that. If I can find it, I'll, I'll show you. And he says, "Hey, tell tell that one uh, drill, that one drill instructor that you say is an asshole." That I said hi. <laughs> he didn't see the letter. Thank God. Oh but, my gosh! Yeah, I, I just I would have never forgotten that. I yes. I I will say one thing that was crazy for us about boot camp is that like mm-hmm. mothers of America had gotten involved enough to the point that like drill instructors couldn't refuse us uh, any baked goods or Cliff bars that were sent by our parents. Um, and so like once a couple of recruits, like, like told their parents that I'm not even kidding. Like, well, here's the thing. They, uh, we were all sat down in a school circle one day. This is like around the middle of second phase, I think maybe Mm -hmm. early second phase. Sure. And they sat us down. They said, Hey, you guys are allowed to get one box. Okay. Or, or one, one, uh, one, it wasn't present, but it was like a, a, you can get one package from your parents. Go ahead and ask for it. 
But when 90 recruits ask for one package, you get 90, 90 packages, packages, and they're yes. not all at the same time. They came mm. in 90 packages, probably like 150 packages over like those two months. They didn't stop. Mm-hmm. And the drill sector started getting really irritated with us because we got so much food. <laughs> they're like, look, <laughs> they eventually implemented a rule that was like, whatever food comes here tonight has to be gone. You have to eat this now. You're, you're not. You can't save it for tomorrow or whatever. It's, yeah, it has to be eaten tonight during during your personal time. So like after after they secure for the night. Mm-hmm. Did you did you did anybody get the privilege of eating all of it at once? Like all of it. I think we had like <laughs> one guy fuck up and like he had to eat the whole entire box. Yeah, yeah. It, it must have been something that wasn't Cliff bars. It must have been like chocolate or something. Oh gosh, oh, man. I can't even. I gained weight in boot camp. I did too. It wasn't fun. <laughs> I did too. I was, I was a double uh, rat. You were a double rat. Really? I was a double rat. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, that's when you're so pathetically skinny. I w- I shipped to boot camp at 135 pounds. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And then I came out at 145 pounds. Whoa! Ten pounds in three months. That's Ten nice. pounds in three months. That's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. Which I still felt like I thought it was going to get big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like I'm still a stick. Yeah. Maybe all like all like the all like the fat recruits are like just looking at your plate, just like longing, wishing. <laughs> I accidentally got a extra ice cream and then accidentally again admitted to it in front of the journal instructors, and then they called me a recruit. Uh, it wasn't recruit ice cream; it was something. They else. called you the ice cream man. The ice cream. They called me the ice cream man. The rest. Okay, of so I, no, this this needs more context. <laughs> okay, ahead. so you know it, it was the end of phase two, and uh-huh. and Kyle had shot or not Kyle, the, the whole platoon had shot very well in the rifle range. We we we. Had had the the top uh, scores out of out of the entire company. Nothing like pink mist. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And so, like our senior drill those, instructor, those sites were garbage, by the way. Our, our senior drill instructor had 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 said, you know, as as a thank you for shooting so well at the range. Number one, you, you get a phone call home, mm-hmm. and number two, uh, we're, I'm I'm, I'm going to allow allow you to have ice cream during uh, the the next lunch chow. But here's the thing, recruits. You're only allowed one cup of ice cream. I better not see any of you fuckers go for seconds. <laughs> so not only did I not hear that, uh, I also went up for seconds. <laughs> and one, one, no, one, no one saw me. Yeah, but I don't know how you admitted to you. You end up admitting to it. I like no one else raised their hand. I was just like, oh shit, I'm the only one raising my hand for this. <laughs> and the senior drill instructor was so pissed. He made it explicitly clear that we were not to ha- that no one else was supposed to, was was allowed to have a single drop of ice cream for the rest of their time at the depot, even after they graduated. <laughs> after they became <laughs> Marines. Like, like, no ice cream for you fuckers, all because of Smith. You the know moron. what? If I were you, I would just, like, just go to go over, like, the, the exchange, grab an ice cream bar, and just, like, run down your senior day. <laughs> <Arr, arr. laughs> what are you going to do? Kick me out? <laughs> make me eat more ice cream? Okay, make me bend now, bitch. <laughs> can, can, we tell, can we tell the story about the... about the notes? The notes. No. Uh, it's such a good story. Yeah, but only for us it's a good story. For, for, for Only for you it's a good story. For me it's, it's not... Not a good story. No, okay, fine, fine. Um, but and, anyway, so no, go ahead and fucking tell. Oh, I'm gonna fuck fucking you. Tell. <laughs> you can t- you can say something embarrassing about me in the Marine Corps. There's no shortage of that. You were, you embarrassed me the whole time with how large you were. I was a large man. Still large a large man. man. <laughs> large and in charge. Um, all right. Now that I yes. got my one insult out of the way, you can tell. You can just, I'll, all right. 
I was just bored. All right, so let's preface this with I was okay, bored tell, in boot tell camp. Story. I, no, no, I don't want to tell the story. Just go ahead and tell it. Okay. I was just bored. So what they don't tell you in like the recruiting commercials is that most of your boot camp time is going to be sitting in period of instructions inside inside like a big old auditorium. It's hot. You've been PTing all day. You're probably dehydrated. You're tired. You're bored. And you have the you have the propensity to like fall asleep in class. Yes. I fell asleep all the freaking time. Kyle always had to wake me up. Oh and yeah. You, you know you know your situation's fucked when like in your sleep in in like your daydreams you're at boot camp getting it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I didn't know I never knew it was reality. I'd, I I'd be sitting in class. I'd fall asleep and in my dreams one two three one one two three two. In fact, yeah, there's a fun story about that if we want to go into that later. Mm-hmm. Um. But anyway, so Kyle got really bored, and he started like drawing something in his uh, in his notepad. It was a penis, wasn't it? No, oh. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Do you remember like what, what what you were writing? Oh yeah, I remember what I was writing. So I was this is the very first time I was like ever writing <laughs> lyrics. So but they so I was just like just because I wanted to write something something that rhymes with something else. You know, you use your brain, you wake yourself up. Right. So I was writing lyrics to songs that I was imagining in my head because I couldn't be. I'm a musician by heart. So mm-hmm. I went to boot camp, and I had already been a guitarist for ten years. Wasn't it and, Diamonds by Imagine Dragons? Uh, yeah, I was. No, I, we heard that song in boot camp because the radio was playing it, and that was the first song we had heard in, in two months. Oh yeah, that was the song that was playing on the radio as we walked by the their gym. Anyways, um, I was. We were in this in a period of instruction, and, and was sitting down for and just writing notes. And in order not to fall asleep, I just started writing lyrics, and then. But this went over the, the course of like a week, and then I finally got caught by a drill instructor. He's like, what, 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 what's this? What's this? He grabs my paper uh, and tells me to walk outside with him, and he's like, we're, we're, uh, what, the, what, the, what the hell is this? <laughs> what is this? And I was, I don't know. I don't know, sir. Hey, right, sir. I don't know, sir. <laughs> and he takes it back, and uh, from that point on, I actually can't remember, but I know that he brought it in front of uh, the class and told told everyone that I was writing poems. And nice. th- then he made you recite it that evening at the at the squad bay. And had- oh, oh, that was that was embarrassing. Yeah, because it wasn't good. I didn't want it to be good. I just wanted to stay awake. I just wrote. Yeah, that was kind of fucked. Yeah, so he oh, made that you, was really embarrassing. He made you recite it in front of everybody in the squad bait and had you like drink like three canteens of water <laughs> <laughs> until you puked. Yeah, I, I did puke. That's right. Oh man, that's oh that's a repressed memory. I forgot that even happened. You talk about like iting in your sleep. I, I I I've seen like I remember being on night watch and like seeing recruits like in their sleep. Like doing like like the bicycle crunches. <laughs> it was it was me. I was I was trying to embarrass you. I, I was on Firewatch once, right? Yeah, yeah. And I just this remember, is the funny one. I just remember hearing movement, right? Just like, and I'm like, what the fuck? And and it's Colin. He's yelling in his sleep. One, two, three. One, two, three, two. One, two. I'm like, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Wake up, man. He's like, oh, oh. I was like, was I just doing that? He's like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, did, I don't know if you can remember if you can remember this far back, but did, did you have any like, weird like Firewatch stories in boot camp uh, or outside of boot camp? I don't know about weird Firewatch stories. Th- this <laughs> one thing that just like struck me is like uh, one memory. You know, right before Firewatch was you know you do the hygiene inspections, right? Yeah. Okay, so you're standing in front of your bunk, you know, you and all of your hundred of your buddies. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then you have your turn, head turned to one side, and then you're told to flip. 
Okay, and then you turn your head to the other side, and then you change your hands from, you know, either palms up or palms down, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then you'd, uh, ha- and then everyone's the in their underwear too. Everybody's you're in your tidy whities because you're issued tidy whities. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, and then you're uh, and then you uh, and they're just checking to make sure that you you know you wash your hands, you're clean, you know, and you know you actually took care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't have cellulitis. Mm-hmm. Exactly, none of that stuff. Okay, so there was a purpose to it. It wasn't just to mess with you. Uh, and then you had to about face. Okay. So they can check, you know, the back part of you. And so we did. Okay. Uh, and, and you know, they did it one side at a time. Okay. So like port side, you know, would be watching starboard side, do it. Okay. And then when, when the other side flipped around, there was a recruit across from me had just the biggest freaking skid mark. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was huge. literal shit. It was just like this big brown streak right up his ass <laughs> and we're just like holy shit okay and then we see the drill instructor he's you know he's hard he's the heavy okay so he's he's coming by he's he sees that and you just see it he's trying struggling <laughs> he's trying not to laugh he's like <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to bring the rage but really he just wants to bust out laughing <laughs> Dude, they're, they're... There's nothing like um, seeing drill instructors like trying not to laugh. Like my my favorite clip here. Um, mm-hmm. While I'm bringing this clip up, uh, somebody told me about a marine who shall not be named, who we all know. Um, but I, I guess they they had a really bad sense of hygiene, and oh, they can remember oh. seeing this seeing this guy taking mm-hmm. taking a shower in boot camp, and then just seeing nothing but brown <laughs> coming off his oh, body. Oh dang. Oh, dang! I, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not gonna see. I'm not gonna say his uh, his name, but yeah, it's pretty. It was a menace. I'll say it. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Bro, I care. I care so much. So this is this is one of my favorite one of my favorite clips. I'll I'll, I'll link it in the in the mm-hmm. description. Show notes. It's it's mm-hmm. these guys like like messing with this recruit and their drill instructors. Shocker! Drill instructors messing with recruits. <laughs> The heck? Uh, oh. Muted at the top. There you go. Oh, okay, there you go. Yeah. Just so you. You were telling. Not only that, I bet if right now, 1530, if we had to go, you were telling like they used to. Used to. With no instructions up top, no, for no advice, you wouldn't make it. Would you? You wouldn't make it. I said. We shake when we hear something about heights, <laughs> but we want to read the Proverbs. You want to read Proverbs. This is scared of heights right here. I know he's scared of heights. I know he's scared of heights. Not only that, I'm going to take a wild guess on what you shot on the range. He's trying to Zero. It's like the. Pizza. Get you! Yes, sir! Imagine that! It ain't hard. Yeah, it ain't. It ain't. It ain't. Hard at all. Would you swim? (laughs) 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 I'm going to say why. Can't can't swim. No, sir. Don't worry about it. There's a hidden movement on why you can't. Guess what? I'm going to mention why you can't swim. I can swim, I can shoot, and I bungee jump every weekend. Just 
So you know that. Just so you know that. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta watch this. I'll, I'll, I'll put uh, in the show notes. Literally, I, I don't know how those guys fight the urge to laugh. <laughs> Pizza. Pizza. Box. 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 <laughs> oh, man. So, um, so you you you, you, gradu- you graduate boot camp. Were were you active duty when you first enlisted, or nope, reserved the entire time? Reserved the wow, entire way. Wow, really? Yeah. That's awesome. So, uh, have you always drilled out of out of H and S over? No, the- no, no. I was all over the place. It's kind of funny. It's like a lot of reservists don't understand that after you do your first six years, okay, you're pretty much a free agent. You can go anywhere the reserves are in the Marine Corps. Okay, so really? yeah, like I was over in Hawaii. Like the Marine Corps, would, you know, yeah, you could drill in Hawaii. Yeah, you can drill. That's like, amazing. Yeah, you can drill with like, um, uh, like uh, CENTCOM, or uh, or like, uh, or um, you can drill with like, uh, you know, I had a buddy of mine who went to uh, Germany. Actually, he had a three-year tour you know, as a reservist. Okay, in Germany. Yeah. How does yeah, that with work? Africom. Yeah. How does that work? You just find the billets and then you just apply and then you just go. That's wow. it. That's it. That's and then amazing. if it and if it sucks balls, then you just say, nah, going home. Because <laughs> you're a reservist. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Can't stop you from doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's pretty cool. So like yeah. when you're talking about drilling in Hawaii, were you, were you doing like drill weekends there or, or you just, were you like were you um They have different programs. Mobile, were you mobilized there? No, no. They have different programs. So that way you can do like you can instead of like normally you do one weekend a month, two weeks out of the year. They take all those drills and they just split it up. So you might load go twice a year. And then like, so one year and then with a week of AT on either side, because the AT would be the pot of money to pay for the plane ticket. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you'd do, so the, you'd be on AT. So they would fly you out to AT in Hawaii. And then you do a whole bunch of drills there at the same time. So half your year is full of drills. Mm-hmm. And then they fly you home from AT. Okay. And then you would go. You know, again, a di- different part of the year, and just like go out for another. You, you know. don't have to live in Hawaii to do that, do you? No. Well, this is a great thing. Is like I was over at Camp Smith, which is where uh, Mar Four Pack was. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Marine Forces Pacific, mm-hmm. and they don't have any barracks there. So unfortunately, since they don't have barracks at Camp Smith, you have to live out in town. Oh no! Oh gosh darn it! Yeah, and the, you know because there's not like there's Boom. public transit <laughs> transit there, so. You kind of have to get a rental car too. Oh, <laughs> man, you're roughing it. Yeah, so, you know, so you have to live in, you have to be there in Hawaii for weeks on end. Oh, and, man. And, you know, in your own place. Uh, a, with a two rental blocks. car. Yeah, I, I found a place, you know, that was like within budget, you know, within Marine Corps budget. Um, that was two blocks off the beach. So, you know, uh. I had my little, I had my little. How, how long were you there for? Uh, tour. I just you know, three years. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Now there's other Marines who like took it for like they they did a long time, like a long time. My buddy Jake, actually Jake Jacobs, he was there at the our little uh, Marine Corps soiree, you know that Schwarre. we did soiree mm-hmm. at oh, uh, on the tenth. Oh, uh, we gotta talk about that. But anyways, please, yes. please keep going. <laughs> anyways, so Jake, he he. Re- 
he did that for a number, number, number of years. You know, retired master gunnery sergeant of Marines, Jake Jacobs. Yeah. Yeah, raw. Um, yes, so there's all kinds of cool stuff. I know other Marines who just went, like, on ATs. Like, that was their thing. They would just keep going on back-to-back ATs. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was great. And that's another thing that the reserves is, like, really cool about. It's like, that is job security for when your civilian employment screws up. That's right, <laughs> yeah. I know plenty of Marines who, who, who would, like, actively just go on, like, ADOS whenever things were slow. Yeah, exactly. It's that, so you can do that. And, but the cool thing is you don't have to do it at your drill center. You know, like once you're, once you're off, you know, once you're like off that six years and stuff like that, yeah, you can pretty much go anywhere in the Marine Corps. Why, why don't they tell you? Why don't? Because your career planners suck. Gunny <laughs> <laughs> Kanishiro. Yeah. You remember his name? Kanishiro. Yeah. yeah. yeah we, we, we were hanging out and, uh, and, Roger tried texting Gunny Gunny K and uh, he deleted his number. I guess yeah, or, or changed or whatever. I don't know. Dang, Life that's happens. sad. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's been a couple years, so yeah. not surprising. Um, mm-hmm. Damn, I want. I wouldn't mind drilling in Hawaii. <laughs> That'd be so <laughs> cool. Yes, it's pretty rocking. So I'm we're in. So, so you did deployments then? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how many of them? Two Iraq. Both of them were in, in Iraq. Yep. Okay. One in 2003 for the initial kicking in of Saddam's door, and the other one, 2007, 2008. Mm-hmm. You know, right, right there for the uh, Anbar Awakening. You know, because that's that's good times. <laughs> Anbar Awakening. I haven't heard of that. Oh yeah. So that's when uh, it was really cool because that was when the um, Iraqi people figured out that the best way to get Americans out of Iraq is to get rid of al-Qaeda because that's why we were in Iraq. Mm-hmm. So if they just, you know, took ownership of their own, you know, pretty much of their own security, then, yeah, Americans would go away. And so they're like, okay, cool, we'll do that. So they'll help out. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that was the thing. It's like, so that was really kind of cool because then, you know, we would be seeing these firefights and it's like we wouldn't be in them. <laughs> I was like, hey, this is kind of nice. It's so, so it's pretty. Just, everybody wins, yeah. Exactly. Everybody wins. That local Iraqis get to own their neighborhoods again. You know, they find the, the extremists that are living among them mm-hmm. and get rid of them. And then we don't have to worry about al-Qaeda in Iraq. So it was really great. You know, they're, they're, they were, again, just taking control of their own country, which is, you know, what I wanted for them. I wanted them to be able to determine, you know, their own fate, you know, as long as they, you know, weren't harboring people would like send airplanes into our buildings. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's always nice. Yeah, exactly. That that's what I care about. I mean, I, you know, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that was a that was definitely a cool cool time. Um, yeah, still still pretty kinetic, but it was it was definitely on the wind down, mm-hmm. which was nice. So, uh, what was this? A couple years back. What do you? What do you? What's your take on oh, sexy man? I have a picture of him oh. in his underwear. General Mattis. General Mattis. Mm-hmm. Love that man. So, no, please, please, could you continue your thoughts there, uh, Kyle. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Quick side tangent. What, what's your What's your thoughts on what happened a couple years ago when we dropped all of our weapons? I think and pulled out. Uh, what of was that? Afghanistan. Yeah, of Af- 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 Afghanistan. What do you so, think of that? So, 
Okay, so we should have been out of Afghanistan a long time ago. Personal opinion. Roger's personal opinion. Right, we're okay. here for it. Not, not so, the Marine Corps' opinion. Yeah, exactly. I think we should have been out of there a, like a long, long time ago. Because, you know, our initial mission, you know, was over. Okay, and we had several opportunities to get off, you know, take an off-ramp and get out of there. But we didn't, you mm-hmm. know, for numerous reasons. So, um, so... It needed to happen any way you looked at it, okay? It's just that the way it was done was just, like, it was it was really bad. It was horrifically, horrifically bad. It, it, and it's not, and, 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 you know, to leave those people who had sacrificed so much for us, okay? Yeah, those translators. To, and, yeah. Exactly. Uh, U.S. citizens, you know, people who were, you know, promised, you know, hey, you know, we've got you someplace safe. People who who could leave, but if they left, then they'd have to leave their families behind because there was no pathway for them. And this is all stuff that we, you know, is pretty easy to figure out on the front end of what needs to happen. Mm-hmm. It's just that none of that was actually done. Um, and that's that was the really disappointing part. Now, you know, the gear, we had given it to the Afghanistan people. Okay, so it, it was originally U.S. gear. But we gave it away, so it's not like technically ours anymore. You know when it like fell. It probably so, helps a lot with retrograding too. I'm sure. Oh yeah, because that stuff was trashed. A lot of it. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like here you can have this Humvee. Yes, this Humvee here that we're <laughs> that we're replacing like hum- with JLTV. <laughs> I would not mind a Humvee. <laughs> yes, but would you like a Humvee that was rode hard by Lance Corporal Jimenez? Uh, I would be. Ro- I would be rode hard just driving that thing. <laughs> yeah. So you know. So there's that. Um, and and that a lot of U.S. aid. Okay. It's mm. like when we when you see these like. You know, these numbers, like billions of dollars, billions, billions of dollars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you and say, oh, what is this billions of dollars that we gave? <laughs> oh, it's all the shit that we didn't want. Like, mm. it's like, oh, yes, this helicopter. What is it? <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's a hind helicopter that we use for training. It doesn't even fly. But we're just going to leave it there. And we're going to call it a gift. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh! To and us, and we... what's the sticker price on that? Well, brand new, it was three million dollars. <laughs> what's it worth now? Nineteen ninety-five on eBay, <laughs> <laughs> so or, or one dollar because we nobody's gonna pay to like somebody's got to like pay to haul it off. That's right. You know, but you know. So um, you were you were like you just said you were you were reserves for your, your entire career, right? How, how did you find yourself in in recruiting? Oh, that was like right after. Like, you were in recruiting. Yeah, yeah. That was like right after boot camp. I was on recruiting duty. Wow. Okay. So really. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was fun. How long did you do, did you, uh, do that for? That was that was a rec aid tour. So oh, recruiting aid. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he tried to get on one of those. <sighs> I, I I want to tell you something like when when i when i first enlisted i was highly motivated super dedicated like mm-hmm. had like the the like the high and tight and everything yeah like it I, was ugly i i was determined and ready to like be a career guy mm-hmm. and um so i remember uh you know, I I would go. I'm not even kidding. Like every single week on like on like the the days where they they did where the marine recruiters would do PT right. with the pulleys, I was mm-hmm. there. I was helping them out, get, giving the the sergeants a break to mm-hmm. to do whatever, and you know just slaying the heck out of all these teenagers, right? Right. And uh, 
Well, anyways, so the the staff sergeant in charge of uh, RS Vancouver, he's like, mm-hmm. "Hey, Jimenez, um, you know, we we we've got like a certain amount of money uh, allocated for for recruiting aid for reservists." And for and, context, this was after boot camp, MCT, M- MOS school, right? Yes, yeah, I was like two years in, into the Marine Corps at right. this time, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Yeah, well, you know, I've had a bunch of a bunch of guys from H and S like express interest, but no one's gone through like the." the um initiative no one's taking the initiative to like get the paperwork package uh mm-hmm. completed to me and at this point i'm saying screw it we've got six months of funding i'm going to give all six to whoever can give me a completed package and so he told me that two days later i had the whole package completed nice like i went i went to h&s my, my my own time got got my uh promotion photo taken um worked with s1 to get it all like prepared packaged up and neat mm-hmm. i submit i submitted it to uh to that 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 staff sergeant, and he's like, "All right, cool, Jimenez. I'll let you know in like in like a couple of weeks uh, what people say. In the meantime, I'm, I'm going to need you to uh, basically get your command's permission to uh, re- release release uh, basically re- release you to, to us, right? Yeah. And so th- that that meant that like you know uh, the the gunny in charge of training would have to basically take me off any AT rosters, mm-hmm. um, all, all that all that stuff." So I I was waiting for like two months to get a, to get an answer from this guy, mm-hmm. and I was like, hey, uh, you know what's what's going on, man? And he's like, oh, uh, yeah, give me like a week, I'll get I'll get back to you. A week goes by, I'm like, hey, what's going on? You know, I kind of know what's going on because like I need an AT for the year, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on so I, so I can get a sat year. And he's like, I, hey, man, I, you know, I'm working on it. This guy's kind of annoyed. And then like the next week, I ask him, and he's like, yeah. Um, Sorry, man. We 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 had to bust it down to two weeks. That's all the funding we got. So here I am, like thinking, like I'm gonna get like six months. I'm gonna get you know BAH, BAS, right? You know, um, going going through all this stuff, and uh, so at, at this point, I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'll take it. That's still that's still a fun AT. I'll get I'll get my sat year. Right. Another another three three weeks go go by. Me me bugging him every single week. Him saying, just wait a second. I'll, I'll get back to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Long story short, um, they lost their funding for that. <laughs> what? And so I, I was strung along for like four months, and like this was like a, a month away from from like the end of the of the fiscal year. And so I had so to. Now you have to like try I'd, to get a sat year. I had to like scramble to get a to get a sat year. They they, they found mm-hmm. like a last minute at for me to go on um, from H and S. But like when that that was like part one of like what made me lose my motivation. Uh, part, part two, um, we, we, we had, a we had a, like, we had an AT at Fort Lewis. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And this, mm-hmm. this was, this AT just happened to land on our sisters, both our sisters, uh, graduation from high school. And so, you know, we, we had, had run it up the chain of command, like, Hey, like if, if we can coordinate our own transportation and if, if the training day is looking pretty light, um, would it be okay if we just ran down and, and just saw our sisters graduate, mm-hmm. came right back? And every, most people in the chain of command are like, "Oh yeah, cool, let's do it." And I, I don't think you were the you were the first sergeant at the time. I think we had like a different first sergeant. Definitely, definitely. And mm-hmm. I, it went it went all the way up, mm-hmm. all the way up to first sergeant level. And uh, the first sergeant was like, "No can do. Training takes priority." And so that 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 day ended up coming on AT, and there was nothing on the training schedule. We were just sitting around twiddling our thumbs. Nothing. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And so 
yeah, that that pretty much like shot our motivation out of the foot. But yeah, like that 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 did it for us. Wow, I can see that. I could I could totally see that. It's just it's kind of crazy because you look at you know again life is just exactly that way and that not you know irrespective of whether or not it's the Marine Corps or not. Oh you know, sure, yeah, you yeah we learned that real quick. <laughs> yeah, it, but it's just you know that type of jackassery where it's like you know where you just look at it as like okay, okay. Now, if there was an actual need, you know, you you, you can you know you can console yourself a little bit, but it's like if we're just like twiddling around with our thumbs, right? And, yeah. Exactly. Now, um, that that being said, I I we still had we still had some good times. We definitely we had did. some great times in the, in the in the Marine Corps. Um, I I always look forward to like no matter like how shitty the AT was, right? The, mm-hmm. the those last couple of days we had where we had liberty. And and Marines were allowed to touch alcohol again. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. oh, I learned what an AMF was. Oh, it that was, was fantastic. It was it was all, always a blast, always a blast. We we we, we end up getting like a whole bus to like cheer for our tiny dicks. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you, you got you got you got tiny dick. You got any fun stories revolving around Marines and alcohol? Oh, fun <laughs> stories. I you know there's. You know, there's all kinds of fun stories. Um, yeah, uh, again, fun fact, uh, I, I don't enjoy alcohol. Yeah. Okay, which is, you know, puts me in the distinct minority in the Marine Corps. However, that sure. that fact also makes me probably the most welcome Marine in any group because I'm DD. always the designated driver. You have a built-in DD. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So, so you know, I you know, I would go out all the time because they knew, you know, that it, without they didn't have to pressure me not to drink. This is like I, I'm not interested. Mm. Um, partly because I'm cheap, and partly because you know, alcohol is an acquired taste, and you know, I don't feel like spending seven bucks to drink to learn how it's to like something. So stupid. <laughs> so I was like, I never, never got it, got on board that bus. Um, but uh, yeah, I you know I drive Marines back and they're just, you know, drunk all the time. I remember one time, you know, we, you know, we drive, drove back, got back in the barracks and, um, and, you know, of course people are crashing and whatnot. And, uh, one of the, one of the, one of the Marines, okay. Uh, mistook, uh, one of the racks as the, uh, urinal. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, yeah. yeah, and then just started pissing all over the, his buddy. Okay, which was not awesome. Well, actually, it was actually hilarious, but because <laughs> I didn't have to clean up. See, if I don't yeah. have to smell it and I don't have to clean it up, it's hilarious. <laughs> um, yes, yes, good times. That's Let's, awesome. What else? I'm trying to think. Hmm. Hmm. While you're doing that, I'm gonna pull up something I want you to react to. Oh my gosh! I know, I know what he's got. Reaction. Actually, I don't think you do know why. Uh, don't worry, I always know. What do you <laughs> think? What do you think it is? I'm across the street from you. Um, don't mind me. I'm just okay. So I've I have not seen this video yet. Mm-hmm. This is from this uh, this guy who, who he's got he's got a YouTube channel. He's oh, all about I've the seen. Corps. Yeah, the brain reacts. You know, yeah, so things is, you should not tell your. These recruiter. are things you should not yeah. tell your recruiter. Things you should not do. Let's see how well this aged. Because he looks old. 
to say it, so stand by. Got a lot of experience with recruiting commands, and I know quite a bit about recruiting, so there's a lot of folks out there I think are giving you some bad information. First thing is remember the recruiter's job, right? Recruiter's job is to get you signed up, get you through MEPS, and get you to basic training. How they get you there can be lots of different ways, first of all. Second of all, they're a salesperson, right? They're a car salesman. Good guys, um, been involved with lots of it. I understand it, but their job is to sell you on the branch of the military that they represent. Let's get that on the table. So don't forget that. Uh, the next thing that people really get lost in, there is no massive recruiter oh, school that's so going to teach you every MOS, <laughs> yeah. what it's like to that, work that in was, the MOS. That was the way that uh, gonna get these the last guy we interviewed, mm -hmm. our, our recruiter, yeah. he, he said recruiting school is basically – Basically, a sales and public speech school. It is. It's PSS three, public selling skills three. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's basically what that is. Yes, it's it, it's very interesting because you know, if if like the recruiters, like a lot of recruiters, actually like read the MOS manual. Yeah, you know, it's not rocket science. You, there's there's an actual manual with every MOS, so mm -hmm. you can like just literally open up the manual <laughs> and say, well, hey, I'm not sure, Recruit. I've, I've never sold one of those before. Let's take a look at it together. Oh, that sounds interesting. What do you think about this? You know, go on an exploratory journey with that recruit and then say like, aha, well, hey, you know, but most Marines wanted like, you Easier know, to lie. Bullshit them. Uh, yeah. Oh, like my recruiter. Oh my gosh. My recruiter. Uh, I said like, I want to do something technical. And he said, well, okay, well, you want to be an engineer? Yeah, I'd love to be an engineer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can be a combat engineer. What, do you, what is that? It's like you engineer stuff and you build things. I was like, oh, okay. That sounds <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, that sounds good. So, of course, you know, I have a ship date and all that stuff locked on. But, you know, the vagaries of recruiting duty is like, oh, you need somebody to ship this month. Hey, what do you think about shipping this month? Well, um, you know, but you, we can you switch your job. It'll be NBC. What's NBC? Oh, nuclear, biological, chemical warfare, defense. Ooh, that sounds technical. <laughs> <laughs> What's NBC do? I uh, just get to hang out and clean up spills and stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> you. Oh, okay. Well, that's. I could probably get a good job doing that afterwards. You know, sounds like hazmat. You know, whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That is not what NBC is, by the way. My recruiter, he made... You sold me. Yeah. He made, <laughs> That's he made, because I was on recruiting. <laughs> yeah. he, made, he made armory duty sound so badass. Yeah, he did. He's like, yeah, man, you, you hang out with guns all day. You're surrounded with guns. And uh, yeah, everybody likes you, man, because <laughs> everybody likes you. He didn't say, nice. he didn't say nice. you, you have to count rounds. He never said that. For Emotech, yeah. 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 But... Yeah, well, I, I will say one cool thing about you, counting being, rounds. Okay, quick, quick thing. Yeah. Would you rather count rounds or would you rather count gas mask canisters? <laughs> Neither. Uh, exactly. But guess what? <laughs> Both of our jobs are essentially supply. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> we're supply. We kick boxes. The veil is lifted. <laughs> exactly. So that. that <laughs> So you know that that was those are you know dumb duties, but like every once in a while we get, we got hooked up with a good duty. We we had uh, what? A, we went to the the shitter. No so, no no no. So we, we <laughs> do you remember Sergeant Pap? Yeah, Pap Smear, got it. Coolest freaking guy ever. <laughs> yeah, I remember one time we we were we we had some drill at uh, at Camp Rilea. Yeah, right. And uh, he was like, hey. Um, 
I need two Marines for working party. Who who wants to hang out in a Humvee all day? No, no, <laughs> no, no one's lifted their hand. And he he looked he looked at me. He's like, "Hey, you, you and your buddy Smith, you guys are hanging out in a Humvee tomorrow." Or I'm like, "Uh, I, I, Sergeant." <laughs> well, the correct being, answer is I, Sergeant. I, Sergeant. It ended up being super cool because like. This this was like after we did like that whole like simulated warfare exercise right. and we, we were shooting uh-huh. with like like freaking paintball rounds or whatever. Yeah. And there was a lot of freaking brass to clean up. Yes. By the time it was cleanup time, it was it was time for Kyle and I to, to hang out in the Humvee. And literally all we were doing is just sitting there on our phones in the Humvee providing <laughs> security. Yeah. Yep. And man, we had so many staff and CEOs who hated us for that. They'd come up and be like, What the fuck are you Marines doing? Uh, we're providing secure, security mass aren't or gunnery aren't. And he's like, carry on. Thank you for your service. <laughs> so, yeah, we're just Raw. chilling. We're just, we're just chilling and everyone's cleaning up rounds. It was so freaking cush. I could do that all day. That was amazing. <laughs> I see your skate job and I raise you the uh, volunteer pinnacle. Okay. You know how, like, usually, like, it's like, hey, I need a volunteer. And like everybody runs for the hills, mm-hmm. but I was like supermoto, and you know, so I was like, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do anything, you know, and um, and usually there's just you know they're not, never as bad as you as everybody makes it out to be, and then this one time, you know, they said, okay, good, you're on a working party, we need you to get in your blues, okay, Roger that, so jump in my blues. We need you to escort contestants for the Miss Washington contest. Oh! <laughs> I was like, hell yeah! <laughs> so I and was. That's how I met your mother. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I wish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that was, that was kind of cool. You'd be on stage and you were just, you know, you just held out an arm and you just walk these ladies out there. Wow. Exactly. Escort hot chicks. Escort hot chicks for your country. Rah. <laughs> Rah. How motivational. That's that was, awesome. That was pretty rocking. Yeah. I, I would always, vol- I would always volunteer for like the Toys for Tots stuff. That, that was always really fun. I always, mm-hmm. always appreciated that. Yeah. It's hard to like not help kids. I mean, like. How do you feel bad about like, oh, I just made some kid feel better, mm-hmm. you know? Pretty rocking. And it is. I was doing that. I was constantly volunteering for funeral duties, which was super cool because you'd get out of like doing whatever the heck you were doing at drill weekend, right? And you'd actually go out be a part of these funerals. Usually get something to eat after, and by the mm-hmm. time you came mm-hmm. back, drill was secured. Mm-hmm. Love doing that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so- except then, unless they're like really fat. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you like pick up that casket? I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> See, we never did. We never did any caskets. We, we didn't do caskets. I never oh, did, I never did, did. caskets. It was always uh, we'd always be part of like the um, the, the rifle duty. Oh yeah, yeah. We did it. Like we did it all back in the day. We did really, it all. yeah, exactly. They would pull up on the hearse. We would like literally just hand over hand, you know, and then like get pull it out of the hearse. Then walk them right into like the covered area. You know, oh put gosh! The, put, you know exactly, and then, and then you know, and then we'd go and do the rifle detail. After we're already being exhausted, you're like, oh, oh yikes! Yeah, and blues. Blues aren't and the most blues. comfortable thing to wear. And try doing it in the rain on a muddy hillside oh. with a fat <laughs> somebody who uh, fat somebody rip. what do you call exactly. them? food food blisters food blisters <laughs> <laughs> yes food blisters yes. oh my gosh 
So you, you know you you had you had all these opportunities to like drill other places. At at what point do you start like being like a steady presence at H and S in Portland? I, I I guess I was I don't know. I mean it was um that's a good question. I I, I was in and out of H and S. Oh really? Pretty much my entire career. Okay, so because you know you live in the area, so like if you're if you don't know if you don't already have a billet. You know, yeah. someplace else. You know, you have to move around because otherwise you get stagnant. Sure. Um, so you know, you'd go and you know find a billet someplace else and do that, and then you you know come back and it's like, well, do you have, you know, what do you have? And you know, in my grade, and uh, so that's uh, like, well, we don't have, you know, we already have somebody filling the NBC slot, then, but hey, you know, we need somebody to. Be a career planner. Okay, I'd send me to career planning school. So I'd go to career planning school, come back, do a tour as a career planner, um, which is career planning is pretty much, you know, recruiting except for Marines who are already in. So mm, that's so, right. So right that, you help them, you know, with their careers already. And then when they say, I can't get promoted, and you just look into their package and, and their careers and say like, that's yeah, because your admin sucks and you haven't done an APME. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no, no Marine wants to hear that. Exactly. <laughs> Why don't you do your PME? And let's see, you have a third class PFT. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't, and you got the pizza box. <laughs> oh. And you're afraid of heights. And guess what you, and guess what you got? <laughs> exactly. Pizza box. box. <laughs> so I want to I get your reaction to something funny I saw today. Mm-hmm. Um, not now. So I I managed to how I, <laughs> Mario Mario <laughs> Mario off the head. No, I'm trying I'm trying to look at my my DMs. How do I, get I thought he was like Mormon or something. Oh well, you'd my, think my DMs would be in messages. Your DMs are in messages. Okay, it's crazy. Okay, I'll go with it. I'll go with that. So, dude, this freaking channel. Is just great. I'm just gonna play it for you guys with no context. <laughs> no, okay, then, uh, we'll just go from there. What's up? I'm going to a party and I just heard that I'm in charge of bringing no dirt. And what I don't know the ever loving fuck. Screaming, let's make devil days because it's spooky season. Put a dozen eggs in boiling water, cook it for 10 minutes till the yolks are hard, and then you let them cool down and peel the shell. Do you think I can do it with the magic spell? Come on, man, you ain't Harry Potter. Just cut them all in half, and then you gotta take out the yolks, bro. Put them in a bowl, go get your Dijon mustard and your mayo. Is it time to mix it up? Yeah, keep it going till it's smooth as fuck. Add some pepper to your liking, then you gotta put it in a bag for piping. Grab your egg whites and squeeze it in. But how do we make it more devilish? Get some paprika and sprinkle it on. Then you get a red pepper and cut up the horns. Ooh, it looks so amazing. <laughs> like a bunch of little edible Satans. <laughs> cheetah, cheetah! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's one more I want to show you from this guy. Oh, that's uh, freaking it's freaking ridiculous. Looked- He's got this hand puppet action cheetah. going on. What's up? They got a new baby next door, and I didn't even see a stork. They must have stolen that baby. Man, babies don't come from no stork. They come from having intercourse. What's that? It just means sex, bro. Wait, have you not ever had sex before? I don't think so. I don't even know what that word means. 
Goddamn, that's fucking crazy. I'ma teach you how people make babies. Okay, I'm ready to learn. It all starts with the egg and the sperm. Like <laughs> <laughs> but this one stays inside the hole. How the sperm get inside her? Well, the penis goes in the vagina, and then the balls make the sperm. It goes up through the shaft, then it squirts through the urethra, and the quickest sperm gets to be the one that grows into a baby cheetah. Or in your case, a human. Hey, can I help you? <laughs> yeah shout out to uh at goodboy.noah i just found out this morning and i was like dude what the heck I swear wow you sent me some of that stuff last year i swear no man i saw i saw it this I saw the first time this year no 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 this this is uh not 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 the first time marine um <laughs> well so you you uh, you end up doing 27 years yes 27 years 27 years and you know you, you spent spent a lot a lot of time in like, in like upper leadership were were there things that you learned be, being um, being being like a, a staff NCO and above that, that have helped you in your civilian life? Ooh. Yeah, I, I think just you know just being a Marine period helps you in your civilian life. How so? Because it's real. Like, like have you ever been at work and you see like people all stressed out and you're just like, this is not shit. Yeah. What are you? What That's are you right. even stressed out of? This nobody's shooting at you. This is not nobody. I don't hear any yelling. Yeah, like there's not nobody. There's no imminent threat of violence. It's just like whether or not you get your coffee, and it's like big deal, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, your TPS report didn't you know didn't have this I dotted. Okay, fine. Here's the I. Mm-hmm. Can we move on now? Yeah. If there's one, <laughs> if there's one thing the Marine Corps has taught me, it's like how to basically like. If you're going through like a stressful situation, yeah, like it basically has taught me like how to like disassociate from the stress, take a step back, evaluate yeah. what's going on, yeah, take deep breaths, remember not to freak out, mm-hmm. and just plan out what the next what the next uh, exactly the next thing is. Really simple. Stop, take a breath, look around, make a call. Mm-hmm. It's all you have to do. It's all you have to do. <laughs> it's all you have to do. So. Yeah, so th- this is like a very like uh, motivating time of time of year. You know, we had had the Marine Corps birthday on the tenth. Gur rar kill Veterans Day immediately after. Like gur was... rar kill part two. <laughs> no, basically, <laughs> I, I I took the day off of work the day after because I knew that like well, first of all, um, I asked Roger like, hey, what 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 are you doing on the Marine Corps birthday? And he's like, well, I got I got this thing going on. It's a bu- bunch of bunch of Marines from all different time periods, just hanging out for the birthday. No spouses allowed, just just Marines. And I'm like, dude, that sounds like a freaking badass time. Yes. So I asked for the day off after because I knew we were we were going to get ignorant and stupid. <laughs> and so yes. like, so you know, Kyle and I, unfortunately, we we missed the ceremony part of it, but we we got there in time for dinner and drinks. You ate mm-hmm. burn them. I know. <laughs> but well. So this, this is how I knew it was going to be a good night. So um, Al, like the main guy who like put this all together, you know, he says, "Well, I'm trying to do my best Al impression." Well, Marines, so you see here, um, you got tables there, and each one of your tables, well, they, they, they got a, uh, they got tootsie rolls, and uh, who here can tell me the story of? Uh, or how what Tootsie Rolls in the Marine Corps have to do with each other. And this one like jolly like old Marine stands up and he's like, Well, well you see Tootsie Roll was a code name for, for ammunition back in the chosen reservoir. And so, you know, anytime the Marines wanted wanted to resupply of ammunition, they would call out for Tootsie Roll. And one time this these Air Force guys thought it would be funny to actually drop a whole crate of Tootsie Rolls. 
right? And once the Marines got the Tootsie Rolls, they were actually pretty excited to get them because unlike their sea rats, which stayed frozen at the frozen reservoir, the Tootsie Rolls would actually melt in their mouth. So they got some form of nutrition. And everyone was like, you know, clapping like, oh, give him one kill. That's pretty cool. And this one, like, crusty, like, what is like, like 60, 70-year-old guy, he's like, he stands up. He's probably had, like, a, one too many drinks. And he's like, fuck you. There's not an ounce of truth in that story. And you're full of shit. <laughs> 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 and that just, like, kind of, like, set the mood for the whole night. <laughs> yep. We end up being known as, like, the fuck table because, like, we... we <laughs> <laughs> we, we we were like doing like, like these like raffle drawings and every time we didn't get caught we'd just be like fuck 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 and, and, like, we eventually got like the whole <laughs> like 70 marines like we all got them all like, no fuck. that's over exaggerated we got like okay, three got- tables it was us plus two other tables we got doing it yes well, but we had talking fucks going across the room fuck, so it was like we tried to do like, like a fuck wave <laughs> but it, it, it didn't end up going where. and then what was really cool is so you know we, we had we had that fun time no dancing whatever um but what was really cool is like um our our former like s6 gunnery sergeant uh luis lopez he he invited us over to his house to just he wasn't in six he was in four was he in four six is calm i could have swore he told us he was no, in six. He, no 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 was he, he was he's he a box four? kicker man Oh, he's, he's in the four? supply. Yeah. <laughs> right, really? Shot. Yes. No really, really. Really. So, really. So I remember. He, he's a boot. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, so he he invited us to his to his place afterwards, and you know, Kyle and I, we we, we did what you do anytime you hang out with Marines, you buy Taco Bell. A lot uh, of Taco. A Bell. A lot of freaking Taco Bell. Taco I hope I hope we didn't Bell. hate that I didn't remember him. I knew his face was kind of vaguely familiar. I, I didn't. If it made you feel better, mm-hmm. I, I didn't recognize him either. I sat right yes. next to him. I, I didn't even know he was at H and S with us. Yeah, and we we hung, we hung out at his place. I felt felt bad because I took out a bit fat amount of his drywall. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I noticed he kept looking at me. I was like, "Oh, that's that's cool." He's like, "Wait, fuck." <laughs> <laughs> that's the, why we the can't have nice chair. things. The, rock, the rocking chair, yeah. Yeah, but no, it was it was it was a super cool time. Did you do anything fun for Veterans Day? I did. It was hella fun. I flew to Madison, Wisconsin, for my niece and nephew's uh, wedding. Actually, my niece, my nephew's wedding. Now she's my niece, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So uh, yes, yes. So that was hella fun. By the way, this was the most fun wedding I've ever been to in my life. Tell me about it. Ooh. Oh my gosh. Okay. So. You know, so you, you, you start off with the rehearsal dinner and, you know, the, you kind of go through the motions, mm-hmm. you know, then retire to the tavern afterwards for dinner and, you know, drinks. Yeah. And um, and Ben's like, hey, drink up, drink up. Open okay. bar? Oh, yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, like, oh, totally hosted. It. So, love and it. it's like, and, you know, so this is just, you know, the wedding party and their spouses. Okay. That's there. And he's like. Drink up, drink up. I, I've got like 3,000 on this bar. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. That's just for the rehearsal dinner. Oh, okay. Like the actual wedding was also open. Okay. Were you DDing or were you getting? You, oh, yeah, no, yeah. I'm not. You know, there yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, again, I only drink uh, for the entertainment of my friends and family. <laughs> because okay. Roger I that. make, I, yes, that's my name. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so if you, if you want to see my bitter beer face, I will, I will gladly show you my bitter beer face, but, 
um, I I do not enjoy the alcohol. Mm. Really? Uh, yes. Is there anything that like even comes close to enjoyment for you? Of any any like cocktails or no? Cider? There's tolerance. I can I can approach tolerance. You mm-hmm. know, kind of like like uh, my brother gave me this. I don't know. I want to say like fifty dollar is sixty dollar ish bottle of red wine. Okay, mm-hmm. and um, and he said like, hey, you know, try this. This is one of the ones I I, I like. You know, and I think it's kind of like my minimum. Okay. Yeah. Because he's a real wine connoisseur. I mean, he'll like buy bottles on speculation, and he'll age them for years, and oh, then he'll geez. say like, it's ready now. And <laughs> wow. I'm not yeah. that dedicated. That's, that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you go to this place, and he's got like literally like the multi cooler. The, the the I mean, they're the whole setup. Yeah, the whole setup. I mean, it's like these like fridges. It's like there's wine cellar fridges. <laughs> you know, well, wine is his personality. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, yeah. So I taste it. I was like, eh, it's okay. Yeah, you know, like probably the beer that I will most likely drink is an IPA. You know, mm-hmm. it's like my man. I'm an IPA guy too. So I was like, okay, this does not completely suck, but <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't pay money for this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my other buddy, uh, I uh, he really liked his scotch, like really liked his scotch. You know, that yeah. you know, like Glenfinnich and stuff like that. Or, oh, I think that's what it's called. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's trash to him. He spends real money on scotch. (laughs) Yes. If if my wallet doesn't hurt when I buy this, I don't want it. He has stupid amounts of money. Okay. (laughs) So he, he gets these, you know, like, I don't, I don't even know what they call them. Like, uh, starts with the R, some R term or whatever, like reserves or something like that. Or, you know, that, that, that it's just these, like after they make it, like what's left in the barrel or that type of thing. Okay. Okay. I, I, I forget, but he, he does all kinds of like weird speculative you know, whiskey and whatnot, and I was just like, okay. Sounds like we got a friend to make. Yeah, so I tasted it, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it still tastes like rubbing alcohol. <laughs> yeah. How much did you spend on this? <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, I, I would say if we if we made friends with this guy, it would kind of be like, like a surprise to us. Um, speaking of surprises, it sounds like, it's like oh, you brought a little, you brought a little surprise oh my here. I did. What 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 you got here? I have dessert. This Ooh, we're here for yes. the for the unboxing. Okay, you have a knife. Mine's in my pants downstairs. Yeah, you want you some keys? Sure. You know, normally I have a knife with me, but. We're, we're, you know, but I'm wearing silkies as all of <laughs> should. So, <laughs> we're, we're all wearing silkies. So you, you'll, you'll see silkies. this in the, epi- in the episode, <laughs> but there's a picture of us wearing these glorious things called silkies. Oh, my gosh. So it's, like, impossible for us to get together without wear- being green on green. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. right. You know, and my favorite so part is we're not, we're not having to run a six mile. <laughs> Roger's like, that's what you think. That's what you think. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to earn your dessert. All right. Here we go. Thank you for your keys. Forward, forward march, t- double okay. time, bitch. So this is my the service. official unboxing. So I was on this, like, it's not Kickstarter, but it's kind of like an equivalent type thing mm-hmm. of this Marine who wanted to make, you know, crayons. Because Marines eat crayons, right? Yeah, of course. So he started this company called Crayons Ready to Eat. I invested in it. And lo and behold, after after years, okay, I got this wonderful receipt of my crayons ready to eat nice. i have my cre's <laughs> <laughs> that's right that's they're like mres right? but they're cre's so i'm handing you a cre right they now they even look like oh my, oh my know, right? goodness no way way so we have that's right 
CREs. So Dude, let's go. We should like taste test them now. Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's, let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm <bullshit>. uh, <laughs> Okay. I'm ready. Well, these uh, see, you know, this is like high quality because these are the triangular crayons. <laughs> You know, so they don't roll. That totally sucks balls. You know, when your oh, crayons course. roll. Yeah. Right. So you, especially when you're trying to eat them, you don't want to have to catch your food again. You got a yellow one too. A yellow one. Though I'd like the red because red is faster. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the red. They smell pretty good. Yes. I I guess can, can you even? Oh, I guess I'm half retarded. I you know what? I'll half. I know. I think you. <laughs> here, 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 yeah, yeah, give me one of those. I got hot. you. Take take my greenie weenie. Dude, look at oh. this. This looks like an actual like crayon. Oh, mm-hmm. fumble. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> we got, we got Still good. Crayons here. Still good. All right, let's do this. All right. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I'm eating a freaking crayon. <laughs> we are eating crayons. That's it what... tastes amazing. It tastes great. I would a... not steer you wrong. For a crayon? Wow, that's really... It's like vanilla-y. Mm. That's, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make a penis. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We we yes. So the, this crayon the, so actually the, works. <laughs> it works. We have object this crayon. <laughs> Hell yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, so I'm enjoying this so much. It gets better the more you have crayons ready to eat. Get them. Look them up on thumbs up. Thumbs up. It tastes. It kind of tastes like that Hershey's um, cookies and cream. Uh huh. Mm. Oh. Uh. oh, good. You invested in some good money. Yes, I mean, well. some good product. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I know, right? I gotta find out where people can people can uh, can buy this stuff. Oh, I got a T-shirt too. Oh, moto shirt, moto shirt. Check this out. What's that puppy say? Founding. You oh, you're a founding crayon eater. I'm a founding crayon eater. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing mm-hmm. design. I know, right? They went all out on this thing. Mm-hmm. You did not fuck around. That's good trash. Well, <laughs> pretty simple. Crayonsreadytoeat.com. Shocker. <laughs> yeah. Keep keep it simple, stupid. Mm. Keep it stupid simple. See? Even I'll though I can't, even though I can't freaking open this. <laughs> <laughs> Just stab it with my keys. I'll stab something. I know you got something to stab. Oh. <laughs> there you go. So. You're welcome, brother man. Okay, the red was pretty tasty, and you had the yellow, right? Yeah, the yellow. It even uh, comes like, like how you would in a crayon. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they have... Um, what are the colors there? So we got white, orange, yellow, green, blue, and red. Yes. These are fully functional crayons. <laughs> fully functional. We checked and checked this out. I like how they packaged it too, so that way your crayons don't bust up. Yeah. Last yeah. thing last thing you need is to accidentally bust. I know is bust your crayon out. <laughs> <laughs> I like oh, to time great. those. You know, my two minutes of fame. I gotta mm. I gotta write on this user manual here. Do do it. Do it. <laughs> yeah, is that not the shit? That's that's so cool. I wrote "bust" on a piece of paper. <laughs> that's amazing. How mm. impressive! I know they they did the research. I I got their emails throughout it, and it's like, dang, it, it is like actually ridiculously hard 
to like make these. Do like bet because really? like yeah, they had to do like like years of like research. Yeah, you know, because like the basic product was okay when they first started, but they yeah. kept like you know like scaling it up industrial wise, and then like doing like different ways to pour it and using the molds and oh you, you know. followed them the whole way oh yeah it was like you know it's just like because i like to know how like things work right yeah 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 so it was like really cool i was know i'm beating that orange up oh yeah oh yeah i'm bl- going blue mm. going blue no, for my navy enough. for my navy friends <laughs> Full speed for, for the navy that uh that lost you at the recruiting center yes <laughs> So did you ever have any like enlistment breaks at all, or, or was it just twenty seven continuous years? Pretty much straight. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No break in service, except you know you'd transfer out to the IRR because you know you'd leave a unit, you transfer to IRR, so that way you can get picked up on a different unit. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the reason why you, we did that, anyways, the reason I did that is because then you didn't have to try to do a inner unit transfer paperwork. Okay, like you, you just like drop to the IRR, mm-hmm. and then you can get picked up by a prior service recruiter. Okay, and the prior service recruiter had to um, make mission two. So right, right, right. So it's like you just talk with the PSR beforehand. It's like, hey, I'm gonna drop to IRR. You can pick me up and then put me in this slot. Mm-hmm. And they were like, boom. And then that way you didn't have to ask the command. You know, nice. like you're just like bye guys. A, and- exactly. <laughs> you're like peace out. Drop into IRR, and then get picked up. And you still have to like interview with the you know, new command that's going to join you. So that way they, you know, meet you and say, well, he doesn't look completely like a turd. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we will join him. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so it was pretty smooth that way. So, you know, you'd be out for a little bit, like, you know, day, couple weeks or something like that. But yeah. Not yeah. long. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. One of the things I think is super cool about, um, retirement ceremonies right there's like this one part of the portion where mm-hmm. um where literally you have one mer- you have a bunch of marines one from every single rank that uh the retiring marine has held mm-hmm. and they're 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 pa- they're basically ta- taking turns folding and passing uh a american flag mm-hmm. like a, a pfc to lance corporal lance corporal to corporal all the way up to um to gunny sergeant, mm-hmm. then then to master sergeant. I, I I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. And again, it all depends on you know what you want for your retirement ceremony. So okay. So it's like there's not like there's a full order. retirement ceremony manual. I mean, there's, oh there's, really? Yeah, there it's customizable. is. Yeah, it's totally customizable. I mean, there's some wickets that you have to hit. Mm-hmm. You know, like you know, etc. But it's not. You know, it it doesn't have to be all that deep. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> if you're a lance corporal after 27 <laughs> years, it's, it's just a recruit given to PFC. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would love to sit down with somebody who's got like a lance corporal rank and then like eight service trains. <laughs> oh man! Mm-hmm. Oh man! Did you ever Build know? Any, did you ever know anybody who got who got but, busted down that bad? Mm, unfortunately, yes. From like. How, how bad of a bust are we talking here? Oh, right, going to jail bust. Oh, yes, dishonorable discharge bust. Uh, I think eventually. Okay. Okay, but uh, I, I, you know, I, I don't know after 
you pretty much disappeared. <laughs> so, jeez. Oh, wow. And that's the kind of the thing is like you just heard about it and it's like, where'd he go? And it just kind of like disappeared. Nobody talked about it. Mm-hmm. it like, Nobody wanted to talk about it. Nobody yeah. Else, it was just knows. like, where'd he go? You know, well, I'm not going to mention any names. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to mention any names, but. Uh, Rhymes with. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, no. But he was he was senior staff NCO. Wow. Okay, senior staff NCO, and then you, we found out uh, the rumor was. Okay, let me say this is the rumor. Allegedly, okay, allegedly. I don't know if this is true or not, but mm. again, the rumor was that uh, they found uh, kitty porn on his oh, computer. No. Yes. Uh, so of course, the Marine Corps takes a very dim view on kitty porn. Yeah. <laughs> so shit, man. Yes. So this uh, this Marine pretty much uh, went away and good hit every rank on the way down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he I would f- he bottomed out right to pooley. That's what I would do. Like, <laughs> they can't pooley you. But, I know, I know, but <laughs> but damn. yes, uh, and again, you know. You just look at that and it's like, you know, you can get a thousand. I'm reminded of this phrase. You can have a thousand attaboys, but suck one dick and you're a cocksucker for life. Fuck, <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's never. Uh-huh. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, he deserves that. <laughs> no, absolutely. You know, it, it, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I. You know, I feel bad for him, obviously. Sure. You know, that's, you know, you have to be a fairly broken individual on the inside. You know, it's like, what is that? What was that trying to, what hole was he trying to fill? Well, that was, that came out bad. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. That was a emotional hole. (laughs) He's probably got some pretty bad emotional damage. Well, you would think that, you know, so it's like, what, you know, how was, how was he hurt, you know? You know, before that, that made this acceptable. You know, you know, and again, you, you, these are things you don't know. Yeah. Like whether or not there was he, whether or not he was abused when he was a little kid. And if that's like a okay. coping mechanism. And or... and that you know, well, and and at that point, you know, then it's like, okay, well, you know, that means at that age you can be sexually active, because I was. Damn. Yeah. So you know th- that's those- how that's how like the worst people in the world are made is is initially by a broken home right or abuse yeah. or things that they're introduced into their life at a very young age to make mm-hmm. them think that it's okay yeah uh, just like um, we had a similar situation like what you just mentioned um, a building operator oh technically a janitor that's what right. my wife's job is okay she, she operates a building um, over in Hazeldale a mm-hmm. uh, whole building. And she just learned that another building operator at a different building, different school, um, set up cameras. Yep. In, in, oh my! In a, was it gosh. high school or middle school? And he had been doing it for like three years. He got away for what? a very long time. Oh my god! And uh, I think, yeah, it's just crazy how you find out about that stuff. And like his his uh, girlfriend had moved in, and um, uh, anyways, that, that's probably something I can't go into, but. Just the fact that people do that, and that just happened yeah. a couple They're, months ago. Wow! So I, I, I spend entirely way too much time on on Twitter, mm-hmm. and uh, yes, you do. Did you spend eight dollars yet? I, no, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> you spend your time, but did you spend eight dollars? That, that, that's <laughs> that's not a hole I need filled. Um, but <laughs> not like a donut. <laughs> yeah. But um, I already got my crayons here. I don't need anything else. Um, mm. 
No, there, there's this one this one guy, you know, I, I spent a lot of time on, like, Christian, like, Reformed Twitter, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of weird takes on there, and there's some people who are just, like, no one, no one's allowed to have any kind of joy, like, that kind of thing. Oh, my gosh. He was, he was, like, he was uh... <laughs> Here's what's here's what's called a covenanter. You, you can you can look look it up what that means. It's just people who just don't have any kind of fun whatsoever. But anyways, um, I ended up finding out um, that th- this one guy who was like a pretty influential guy in that sphere, mm-hmm. um, he ended up going to jail because like I I guess like he was like secretly like, like taking his phone and like trying to like get like recordings of like young girls underskirts okay. at, at church. Wow. And I was like, yeah, g- good for you. Rotten prison. Like that's Seriously, stupid. Yeah. That's, that's unbelievable, um, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I, to, to your point, it's just crazy how, like how often we hear about these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So switching topics, please. Mm-hmm. We're, we got you. We're, we're now let's, let's fast forward to the end of your Marine Corps career. Right. What? So the culmination of everything has now brought you to your retirement ceremony. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did that make you feel? What what what, oh, what was going through your mind at that point? Um, okay, so I was going to retire at twenty years. Okay, like I had like my papers all signed up and ready to go, and then mm-hmm. I had a conversation, and and I was I was really emotionally upset about that because mm. um you know even though i had you know made it 20 years i was going to retire that but for me it felt like i was getting divorced really yeah mm. yeah i i was just like i was just mad i was mad and um i talked with my wife about that and you know i was kind of doing it because i thought like okay well i did 20 years you know i've, I've you know Family's been without me enough as right. it is. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And, you know, this is the thing I should do. It wasn't like I felt like I was ready to go. It was because I was doing it because I felt like I'm supposed to, mm. which is totally different. Okay. Sure. Um, so there was some resentment in that. And then she just said, like, look, if you don't have to if you don't really, you know, want to. Um, and I really appreciate the hell out of that because, you know, I – you know, I ended up re-upping, obviously, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, but I, but that never, that feeling never left me. I, you know, like I, I remember that viscerally because, um, it's, uh, it, it, as you know, being Marines, it's, it's a core piece of your identity. Like who sure, you are, yeah. this is like, you'll who, always be a Marine. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. And so, you know, um, it, but it wasn't until, you know, and then when, it, when I hit, year 27 and my son was getting you know was in high school now and it was like okay well you know am i going to give up having that time with him mm-hmm. and so it's like no i you know and and you know you get older you get more tired <laughs> it's like <laughs> you get more worn out <laughs> and and you know when it, when it's time to retire you know you know you know when it is okay yeah. um and uh and i was just emotionally at that place where i could Sure. So, uh, so it was really very bittersweet for me because I don't miss the jackassery, (laughs) (laughs) not at all. I mean, and and, but I miss being around Marines all the time, dude. 
I mean, if we could just like not have to do any of the admin bullshit, <laughs> and just let's like, have a true weekend where you just get a bunch of Marines and, and just drink. Let's just drink and blow shit up. <laughs> oh, How about man? That? That's yeah. how the Marine Corps started. Well, exactly. We started in a bar. So, <laughs> so don't tell Exactly. So, how do you, you know, how do you say no to that? It's like, hey, um, you know, this drill weekend, we're going to, uh, you know, go to the field. We're going to blow all sorts of stuff up. Uh, uh, we're not going to bother cleaning up. We're just going to, like, put it in the, you know, <laughs> 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 yeah, we're just going to just, we're just going to, like, put the weapons back into the armory. We'll clean them next drill. Yeah. Okay, and then we're just going to secure early, and then we're just going to drink. Mm-hmm. Like, sounds wonderful. <laughs> That's amazing. What? Yes, yeah, we're just going to drink, eat, eat food. Yeah, we'll have Reten- retention numbers would be at an all time high. Exactly. What? It's like it'd be like that one drill weekend. Like, oh, I can't miss this. I have to go. I have to go to drill. You have to go. I have to go to this drill. Yeah, there, 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 there would be there would be no um, RDT requests. <laughs> Exactly. People would be putting it on their calendar. Zero like, UAs. Exactly. They'd um, be talking to a congressman. It's like, my boss won't let me get out of drill. <laughs> General Berger, you, I hope you're listening to this, man. This is how you do it. Exactly. Um, so I, I got one last question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, as a company first sergeant, mm-hmm. what, what were some of like, your biggest headaches like be, being a part of the company? Are you talking about H&S specific? Or? H&S specific. Okay. H&S company specific. Okay. So my biggest headache with H&S company is that it's an H&S company. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for those of you who don't know what an H&S company is, it's a headquarters and service company. So every battalion has one. Mm-hmm. And that's where everybody that doesn't fit goes <laughs> so pretty much you know it's like all the all the little ends and pieces that where you need for part of a battalion but you don't have enough of them to make an entire separate unit so they use like the cooks the bakers the candlestick makers you know you all smush them into like h&s company and because everybody's all smushed in together it's really hard to come up with a decent training plan for that because yeah. it's like, hey, Ooh, the armors yeah. want to like work on their weapons. The drivers want to drive. The uh, <laughs> the cooks want to cook, and you know um, the combat engineers want to blow things up and build new things. Um, let's see, the comm guys want to talk, and <laughs> <laughs> so how do, it's it's like literally have this family gathering of people that that like all sorts of different things, and you have to make an event out of that. Mm-hmm every month so <laughs> so so that's that was the big challenge with h&s company you know it would be all that you know being very creative about that and some of that stuff is like really easy to do because like hey we're going to the rifle range all marines are riflemen so that's that's pretty easy it makes but, sense yeah but when you go out to the field and you're like competing and like for example the nay hill award it's like everybody's now subordinate to the cooks so we are now you know, we are now cook helpers. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Because they're doing their big cooking competition, which, by the way, 6 ESB, we, you know. We won? We won. So many times they told us we couldn't compete anymore. <laughs> it's like ridiculous. I mean, we didn't just like freaking won. We like we whooped bitch ass. slapped them. Wow. Yes. And it's like, you know, like after you like win like six years in a row or some shit like that, you know, they just like, look. You can come to the competition, <laughs> okay? You gotta stop. But you, you, it's like it's kind of a bad beat, okay? Yeah. 
Yeah. Gotta stop busting nuts all over us. Exactly. So uh, I, didn't, I didn't know we were that good. Oh yeah, wow. yeah, it was that good. Yeah, and the, and the the thing is, the pe- what people don't get in, in that competition is it's not just about the food. The food is absolutely important, but it's everything else also that goes around the food. Almost no other units go out into the field to compete. Of course, H and S always did. You know, it's mm-hmm. like always. We're no, we're doing it out in the field. So that automatically gets you. It's kind of like you know, if you look at figure skating and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, you executed this one spin perfectly, okay, but it was real basic. It was real basic. It wasn't a hard spin. You didn't do it on an iceberg in, in Antarctica. Exactly. You didn't, you didn't the level of the difficulty wasn't there, as opposed to your quadruple axle. Yes. Okay. Oh, so. he, he knows the term quadruple axle. Wow. Oh yeah. You know, figure skating. Absolutely not. I'd pay money. Absolutely not. As would I. But I've seen it on TV. <laughs> we know the Olympics here. Yes. Uh, Pain so Olympics. Yes. So. <laughs> Pain Olympics. Did you ever see that? The Pain Olympics. The Pain Olympics. No. Oh no. man. No, so, I have not. This was in like the era of like of like the two girls one cup. Are you familiar <laughs> with that? Two girls one cup. Do you not this, know? Do you know about this? This sounds like you some sexually deviant behavior. So, 2008, there were like these two. <laughs> oh, when I was in Iraq, got it. Two very, <laughs> very strange video. I, I would. No one should watch it. Actually, it's terrible. It's, okay. I've actually never seen it, and I don't plan. No, I'm not going to put it on. Like, I mean, you could. No, I'm not going to. It's that bad. <laughs> I know it's that bad. It's that bad. I know. I Literally, know. two chicks pooping into a cup and like eating Why? it and puking into each what? other's mouths. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, you're making that up. Uh, no, I'm not. He's, I'm he's not. not. Put, uh, do not put that on. That's there are like, some. <laughs> there, are, there are some lines. If you do that, I will break you. There, <laughs> there are the some lines. Like I said, this is a vulgar podcast. Look, I can't unsee that. Okay? If it's bad enough to where even I won't put that on, <laughs> that's how you know. It's just. And then the Pain Olympics was like this dude, like basically like like cutting his peen off, and like hacking his sack. Oh, what? Do you remember? You remember seeing that in 2008? I never saw that either. No, those what? What? What, what, what is that? Those are the videos that were going around. This is even above the Marine Corps standard. You need better friends. I'm just saying. <laughs> I got better friends. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Man. Okay, what, now 2008. Where were you? Where when you saw this? Where, 2008. We were in yes. ni- was ninth in, grade. Ninth grade. Ninth grade. Okay, right? so this is a ninth grade in, thing. I was in my room, like on on. Uh, on like my dial-up internet, just like my friends are like, dude, you gotta look up two girls, in one cup. I'm like, oh, okay, what's this? And like the, the video started, and like my reaction literally was like this: Oh, I like girls. Oh gosh, what do they do? Oh, like it was, <laughs> it was bad. It uh, was bad. Yeah. Do not, for your own personal health and safety, I. Do not look that up. It's bad. For the entirety of 2008, I went to my friend's house across the street. His name's Caleb. Uh, Shout out yeah. Caleb. Shout out Caleb. And Yo, Caleb. I, and here's the thing. I think K-Dog. he was watching those videos because I would – so his bed was on the side of the room and his computer was on the other. I would watch TV just chilling on you know his his bed, whatever. I was mm-hmm. watching and turn, he turns off the lights. I'm like, all right, cool. He turns off the lights. I look over. There's a box of – a box of tissue. That's not suspect at all. It's fine. Whatever. Oh, and then no. I'm just like, and he's like, hey, you know, are, are you fine with this man? I'm like, I'm watching TV. I'm, I'm, why would I need to be fine with watching TV? And he's like, all right, cool, man. So I look over and he's just, oh gosh, he's, he's, he's hammering. 
He's hammering wow. that. I'm, I'm, and it's, it's got to be to one of those to that two that girls, is dude. Nasty. Like, uh, That's how you nasty. know you're in like you're you're in like peak hormonal <laughs> rage when you can just do it with your friend yeah. <laughs> in the building. Yeah, I don't. No, the close, the close. No, that's that, that's that's pretty bad, actually. <laughs> and, and, and I thought it was like a normal thing for friends to do. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no worries, man. Go ahead and just maybe blow. like a Marine let, Corps. Let one, let one out in the corner. Maybe like the Marine Corps barracks, probably. But uh, yeah, the weird. It was really surreal because I remember walking into barracks one day, and you know there were a bunch of Marines sitting around uh, a TV. And you know, because this is before personal computers, <laughs> they oh, had they had a tape, like a videotape. They were watching a tape on the VCR. It's just telling you how old I am. Um, yeah, and it was porn. They were they were like out there, just like literally in the barracks, watching porn on a TV together. I was like, <laughs> "What is this? <laughs> so who are you? Seriously, who are you?" <laughs> fast, fast forward to twenty fourteen. That, that, that was still going on. I, I remember mm-hmm. like. Like, oh man! I, last last story on the topic. Last story. Yeah. So so like my you know in, in like in like this, this this big barracks building right um, mm-hmm. armorers I think we were like second or third level mm-hmm. and, and then uh, ammo techs were like all the way at the top like at, at the top. Level. Oh wait! Oh, this is not where I thought you were talking. Okay, no. this is a different story. You might I don't know. So um. I would always hang out with Kyle because you know we're, we're best buds. Right. So I would go to like the ammo tech uh, level, mm-hmm. and they thought I was a fresh a fresh boot. And they're like, "Hey, boot, you got you got to get initiated into into uh, the into the ammo techs." I'm like, okay, whatever. And literally, it involved watching like the most gruesome, disgusting porn. Like this one girl was like trying to see like how many like sharpies she could shove up her butt. What? <laughs> Do you remember this, Kyle? It is bro, not okay. Bro. You, you must have only gone up to my deck once because... Oh, I never went after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't even remember you coming up to my deck. I always went to yours. Yeah. That is, that is not even hilarious. That's horrible. I, I was just like... <laughs> they didn't have me do that. I was already an ammo tech. They probably just wanted to ammo! fuck with me then. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, but... <laughs> yeah, what a, what a, what a note! What a note to end. On. <laughs> wow. Yeah. New subject. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so you see, so yeah. What 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 are you up to these days? What am I up to these days? Um, well, since I've left the Marine Corps, uh, I just pretty much sell wood. Yeah, I'm a lumber guy. Sell wood. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then, mm-hmm. do do you work within the company? Do you own the company? Yeah, yeah, I own the company, and we just you know we do industrial type stuff, you know, bridges, docks, you know, uh, things that are hard to do and just no big really deal. <laughs> we just do things that are hard to do. Exactly. Pretty much, you know, when people come see us, it's 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 like really difficult stuff. That, you know, usually they can't you know find it someplace else. It's very specialized. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So not only the the type of project, but the type of wood maybe has to be specialized, and you have to find out like outsource it yourself. Or yeah, so I'll be the guy who sends the guy out into the woods to find the tree to cut down to make whatever the heck you need to make. Mm, so very specialized. Yes. Yeah, yeah, very specialized, and so um, very costly. So it sounds like it can be. It can be very much so. Um, and it's interesting because a lot of the, our jobs are government type jobs, so they specify stuff. You know, and it's uh, and um, sometimes these specifications are old, 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so, <laughs> yeah, like they didn't update their paper, just copied and pasted for like 70 years. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, they, so they send this stuff out. It's like, this is the spec. And it's like, well, that tree doesn't exist anymore. It, it, because, you know, now most trees, you know, that we're cutting down are plantation trees. It's like mm-hmm. corn. Okay, so, yeah, it's not like we're cutting down the, you know, 300 500 year old tree that which has these growth characteristics and these branches and you know these knots where these branches were at you know now we have like a 70 year old tree which right. is is that why younger. it's so hard to, to buy a uh even or a normally priced laminated wooden table because nowadays they're extremely high priced yeah there's a whole lot that goes into that but pretty much right now what's going on is that um, there's inflation at every step yeah. of the process, Ugh. you know, so, you know, the loggers who harvest a tree, yep. then you have to have the people who make the veneer. Okay. The trucking, obviously that's all gone up mm-hmm. and gone up a lot. Okay. Yeah. Like a lot. It used to be, take me, oh, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know, 1300 bucks. I could get a truck to go down to San Diego, full truckload. Okay. 1300 bucks of lumber. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, pre-pandemic, uh, and oh, it's way more now. Oh yeah, yeah, we're it's over double that. Okay, way over double that. I mean, it's like I don't know. It's probably like it would you know five seven dollars a mile, maybe more because because California also has their uh, special trucking uh, yep. requirements, you know, for emissions and stuff. So they have to have like. New trucks. Oh. So that's like not a lot of people can compete in that because they're not going to like get these brand new trucks. These are trucks that they roll over a million miles on. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they rebuild them, you know, constantly. So it's. And they're corporations with, big, with bigger wallets that can afford the newest yeah. up to date trucks. Yeah. Your mom and pop truckers aren't doing that. No, absolutely not. No, they just, economies of scale just doesn't work out. Um, so, anyways, so. At every step, you have that. And at every step, you're also short people. Mm-hmm. Okay. And at every step that, you know, it's, you know, the, each corporation uh, is being taxed, you know. So that's part of the reason why everything is so expensive is because oh. everything got more expensive and you have multiple steps to, just to make that. And the consumer, wow. and then the consumer pays for it. Yeah. <laughs> that, and, you know, then we like, have to pay for it, yeah. Yeah. So kind of like also, you know, so you, you're talking about you know, your table, okay, it used to be some guy would cut out that plywood and make your table out of it. Mm-hmm. But because you can't find enough people to work and make, you know, plywood tables, they just buy a CNC machine to do it, okay? And that's a million bucks, oh. okay? So now you have to pay for this million-dollar machine. You have to feed this million-dollar machine. And, you know, it costs them less in the back end because, you know, you don't have to pay, like, salary and benefits and stuff like that but mm-hmm. until they make that money back it's yep. stupid yeah all the, all this money in, into inflation or uh, to create the inflation we, you know we, we we loved we really loved those stimmy checks didn't we <laughs> Got, I, I do you remember what you did with your stimmy <sighs> i bought new wheels <laughs> <laughs> I, think I, paid, I think i paid rent with my stim with my stim simulation check nice do you remember what you did with your stimmy uh, I have no idea. Honestly, it just went into the general fund, and then out from the general fund, probably paid bills. Probably, let's see. I don't think. 
Yeah, no, I did not do anything special with that. It just went into the general fund at home. Nice. The smart thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. The smart thing to do isn't, doesn't always have to be the most entertaining thing. <laughs> There's no That's story right. in that one. Sorry. Yeah. 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 That's right. Well, um, I want I want to respect your time. I know you got you got a you got a decent drive home. Um, so uh, you can find you can find Roger at uh, what what's your company's name? Uh, Torgerson Forest Products. There you can find him there, <laughs> <laughs> and you can find both me and Kyle at Boffcast. That's right. Thanks for tuning in, guys, to part two of our series on the Marine Corps. And yeah, this was great. Feel free to to come back anytime, man. This was great. You just love me for my crayons. <laughs> yeah. What can we say? Uh, can, uh, I mean, well, I, you, you took the words out of my own mouth. I mean, you have the happy sock on one end, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we, we <laughs> so I hope you know what to say. But uh, until next time, peace, peace love, and chicken, chicken suicide. Vagina. Oh. <laughs> 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 Driving down the road in my Humvee. Searching vehicles with not rackies. Staying in Iraq watching one tree kill. So I'm never gonna get a confirmed kill. Recording contact even if we don't get it. Just so we can get our combat action ribbon. It's a fucked up arrangement. Our PPE prevents proper engagement. And OIF 7 or 17. It really doesn't matter. I'm OFP.